0: Hi, hello. So today we're taking a grow shot because that's all we have left, and um, our, our our wonderful family got us a bunch of uh, shots for Christmas for the podcast. And, yeah, very uh, sweet. <laughs> and most of them were disgusting because that's their status. That's what's right, exactly. Both. Ones. So this is world famous Dr. McGillicutty's intense. Oh, great intense root beer <laughs> liqueur. Fucking hate root beer. To be
1: fair, I mean, not everybody would think this oh, is disgusting. Oh, look
0: at this. It says serve chills. This oh. Is, this is room temperature. Okie dokie. Here we go. <laughs> Why don't you pour that? This will be right. fun. Yay. Yay. Yay.
1: I don't actually mind root beer. Yeah.
0: You're still probably not going to like it.
1: Oh, I mean, what are the chances I will like this? That was a suggestion. What? <gasps> oh, and I gave myself way more. <laughs>
0: Good, you like root beer. That's perfect.
1: But why would you do that? That's so mean. Jeez.
0: People are funny. Alright, cheers. People
1: are funny? Yeah.
0: Oh god, why? (laughs) I hate root beer. Oh no. Oh, I really don't like root beer. It's gross. Oh, you don't like this either, huh?
1: Well, the original taste was like root beer candy. It, well, and it,
0: as it gets... Late, the aftertaste is not bad because it's like vanilla. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, I really don't want to drink my mojito after that, but I... Well... Anyway. Uh, it's hard work. All right. Now we're going to... Well, the, the podcast thing, I guess, is yep. what we're doing here. Sounds right. good. Okay. Hi, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast. The two Hip Chicks where we get drunk and we talk about hypnosis and trance and kinky shit in our lives and stuff. Um, this podcast is not safe for work because uh, it's hot. And also... <laughs> that's the reason it's yeah. not safe for work. Yeah, because it's sexy. Um, and also, please don't listen to it while you're driving because we do trance during this podcast and that's not no good. No good, very bad. Yep. So. So yeah. Um. So today's episode is going to be about self hypnosis, actually, Ooh. and and sort of meditationy things, which I think are very similar. Um, mm-hmm. And sure. So, full disclosure, I have never been very good at self hypnosis. Um. So I've said my entire life because uh when I was little and growing up and fantasizing about hypnosis, it was always something that involved control and somebody else doing the thing to you. So I kind of always avoided doing self hypnosis, that being right. said. Right. Um so in the past like literally just a few weeks or so I started exploring it more explicitly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um and so this is something that I'm pretty new to. So Right. Yeah. So, yeah. like, this is not one of those topics where I feel like I have a lot of... I mean, I feel like I have a lot of interesting input, but I, I'm not... not like not experience. I, right, not experience. So... Sure. But, but I do feel like I have a lot of interesting input.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you even have more experience than you are thinking. Well,
0: right. And th- I guess that kind of brings me to the second point, which is that from my perspective, I believe that self-hypnosis and meditation are the same thing. That's right. my opinion... Um, yep. just because of my definition of hypnosis is very broad. Um, right, and, right. um so I'm going to be probably using those terms interchangeably because of like my past experiences with meditation of which I have had a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, sure. Although those are kind of longer ago and you, you have more experience with what I would call self-hypnosis than I would although I'm now I'm just getting definitions mixed up but like you have a lot of experience playing with your own head
1: yeah quite a bit so much yeah yeah constantly right um so yeah so if you want to talk about like having your own personal like uh well I don't know just playing with your head right right um
0: can you can you define that for people because I think playing with your head I think what you do is actually a little more unique than you think it is really yes
1: like ever since I was a little girl, yes. that was unique.
0: Can you can you describe okay. what playing with your head means?
1: Well, I mean, basically just uh, okay. So um, basically, like when when I was a kid, um, one of the things I kind of used to do was give myself uh, like not limits, but like um, reward and and punishment. <laughs> Yeah. systems or whatever. So like if I didn't finish my homework or until I finished my homework or until I finished a chore, I couldn't like go to sleep or you know like take a nap. Yeah. Or or have a snack or something. Like right. I I did that to myself. Um but other things I've done is um I discovered at a very young age that I had a very strong uh willpower. Uh, Which I used against my parents all the time. Right. Um, (laughs) Haven't we all? Right. No, exactly. And so later in life, I discovered, wait a minute. Why can't I just switch that? Right. So instead of using this willpower to make me unhappy, why don't I just use this willpower to make me happy?
0: So like in DNS relationships. So like in a DNS relationship,
1: um, uh, it came in incredibly uh helpful uh to the point that it was kind of interesting because it was a scenario where a master asked me to do something that I didn't really you know want to do it wasn't going to hurt me or anything I just didn't want to do it right and I kind of asked myself like so why don't I do that you know put your foot down thought process in my head the other direction right, right for serving him for pleasing him because that makes me happy. Right. So, I would just switch it, switch it around. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I turned, like, so- Tickling sensations that are very annoying and frustrating into sexual sensations. Right. See, and that's because why not? Right. That's better. Well, and I. And, right. And, and, <laughs> absolutely. And I think
0: I, I'm. I'm so. I'm. am so envious of that. And we've absolutely talked about how I, I love that about you, and I am. I'm totally jealous of that. You know, in whatever context yeah. that means. But right. like, but but you have this amazing ability, which is connected to the idea of self-hypnosis, of... of oh, no, absolutely, like, changing stuff, things. Doing stuff in yeah. your head, which, which all of this kind of connects to the larger idea of, as a subject, what can you do to make things more powerful or more enjoyable? Always. I guess, is, is, is kind of a motivation that you could have for self-hypnosis. Sure. Not the only one, but... Sure. But we're going to talk about all, like, a lot of them, I guess, or, or something. I don't fucking know.
1: <laughs> I will say this. Uh, <laughs> I had to learn to listen to myself yeah so i had to learn to um basically like when a thought goes through my head or whatever mm-hmm. take note of that
0: yeah
1: right so like
0: so kind of almost the idea of mindfulness and oh gosh yes. circles.
1: yeah absolutely yeah like that was definitely uh, a key factor
0: yeah
1: of you know yeah mindfulness exactly like yeah what went through your head when you just said that yeah oh oh that's relevant right now let's think about that that's awesome you know and that's then so cool <laughs> and then analyze it or something because of the yeah psych right thing well, that i really enjoy <laughs> the like
0: well and the the like nerdy like interested in hypnosis and NLP part of me is like ooh i want i wonder if like the thoughts i'm thinking I can analyze in like the the meta model sense of like what what am I leaving out of my own thought process to myself? Sure. Like, am I thinking these incomplete thoughts that don't tell a whole story or something? Right. Oh, cool. That's great. Yeah. I like this.
1: No, I I, I love playing with my brain. Yeah. Like, so the the part of me that loves control when somebody else is controlling playing with my brain I'm good yeah because I've been doing it all my life like why shouldn't I also let somebody else get in there and tinker well (laughs) so
0: you so you you talked you you mentioned very briefly the idea of turning a ticklish sensation into a sexual sensation in your head yes which like that I think is what me and a lot of other listeners might latch on to is like oh that's really useful for hypnosis yeah because that's an that's a concept of of changing sensation and, and something kinesthetic and stuff um, so, like, where have you found this useful in hypnosis play?
1: In hypnosis play? Um. Don't, we don't, don't all speak at once. Well, no, I mean, I'm just, <laughs> that sounded really weird. <laughs> like, it's just me. Um, I mean, just, like, with, um. When it comes to pleasure versus pain Mm -hmm. sensations, Mm -hmm. um, turning those around. BDSM, too, I'm sure. Yeah, probably more BDSM. To be honest, I don't do it as much with hypnosis. I may need to... uh, Yeah. It's interesting.
0: Well, because... Why don't I? In hypnosis... I don't know yet. You might... This is totally conjecture, but maybe you're caught up on the idea of somebody is is doing the thing to you, so you don't want to control it as much.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably... Well, and if you're, if you, the hypnotist is telling me, um, you're think you're feeling this way, you're thinking this way. I mean, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I'm not going to necessarily change it up.
0: Well, I mean, if it's. I think the idea is if it's working, that's fine, but right. But the other idea is if something is not working for you, then, and, and I know, I actually know you do this because we have conversations. Like if, of course. If something is not working for you, you focus on the things that are working for you, or right. you change it into something that will work for you.
1: Yes, but I've never done that with sensations. Interesting. There was no reason to. Yeah. If you want me to feel a tickling sensation, I'm going to feel a tickling exactly. sensation. Exactly. Of course. Of course. I'm not going to change that up.
0: I guess I was getting a little ahead. Or no, no, topic no, no, or
1: something. no, 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 no. It's fine. But it is funny because I don't. Hypnosis has its own rules.
0: Yeah. Almost uh, right. Yeah. Well, in context, I guess, in framing yeah. and stuff.
1: Yeah. For the particular scenario where I was feeling, where I changed up the sensation to a yeah. sexual sensation, I was told I might. It was a BDSM scene yeah, uh, sort of scenario. And I was told to continually hold on to the bar. Okay. As they tickled me.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, if they continued tickling me, I would have had to let go of the bar. Right. So that wasn't gonna work. Right. So I had to change so in order to my obey, sensation yeah. to make them happy. Sure. And I'm doing quotes right. because as soon as I started moaning they knew I had switched it right, up, and right. they said I cheated. Yeah. So then it was over, and yeah. I'm like, well, I had to keep my hands on the bar. Well,
0: I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just love the way that your head does that, and, like, we've we've totally had conversations about, like, um, because my style, which if, like, I guess listeners will be familiar with, like, my style is very much, like, I focus on going into these experiences and in-depth imagery and in-depth, you know suggestions right. or deepeners if you want to call them deepeners or whatever sure. um you are very keen on going to places with those that work for you and you like we are so attuned because right. you're able to do that um right and, you know in in situations like it like in situations where if i say something that might be like a road bump it's not because you have this ability to, to just change it to change yeah. it or go with it um, which is right. very, very desirable and very nice. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> right. As I blush. This is, this is the, uh, Sleeping Girl and Cece flirt for however many minutes we do this. Yeah. Segment. <laughs> uh,
1: so now you can of consider that self, I guess that's self. I think so. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, I, I self don't Self playing with the brain. Right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like I said. My my concept of hypnosis is incredibly broad, and I've, I've been on the record of saying this where I believe that what we call hypnosis play in the hypnosis community, in the erotic hypnosis community, is yeah. partially um, hypnosis, partially placebo, partially just general psychological knowledge of people. And sure. understanding of suggestion, sure. the way suggestion works, and understanding of language patterns, and, like, all these different things. And that, magic. And magic, right. And But they don't necessarily have to correspond with the concept of a hypnotic state, which is distinct, you know. you know, uh, Some people would argue it's distinct. There have been studies of people put into hypnosis, and they have different brainwave states than people who are not in hypnosis. Oh, sure. But I don't think that most hypnosis relies on that state. I believe that most of the hypnosis play that we do in the community doesn't actually have to rely on that state whatsoever. It can yeah. be, and it's fun, and we do things around it, and we do things with it. But, mm-hmm. um, but, sure. but, but my personal definition of of hypnosis is more broad than that. Um, so, so for me, that the idea of playing with your head and changing things in your head totally goes along with the idea of self hypnosis because gotcha. that's part of yeah. your ability to do things with yourself.
1: Yeah. Sure. Um, that makes perfect sense to me. So
0: let's see. I guess I'll talk about a little bit of my past experiences. Um, so like I said, I'm super new to the idea of doing self-hypnosis as self-hypnosis because I felt guilty for doing it before right. this, you know, which is ridiculous because I've been doing this for a long time. Um, uh, but that's one of those hang-ups that I just had to get over. But so um, in my past, you know... A while ago, I was pagan for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not anymore, but yeah. that's that's neither here nor yet there. I don't have right. any judgment one way or the other about people's religious beliefs or anything. But um, so a lot of I I did a lot of meditation, um, right? Um, because meditation is really important for a lot of pagans, um, and I had a lot of really amazingly intense experiences doing this meditation stuff. I did, um, you know ideas of like astral projection where you literally see yourself coming out of your own body and, 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 and moving around in whatever ethereal yeah. spaces and stuff. And I did these visualizations with, uh, incense, which I know that we've actually been sort of doing, yeah, <laughs> which we'll talk about. Yeah. We can um, talk about uh, stuff. and stuff like that. So I have all of this background, like background knowledge of, of, of pagan things and, and witchy things and stuff. Um, And I guess for me, wanting to get into self-hypnosis doesn't come from that. Mm -hmm. For me, it comes from the idea of that when I was a child, like when I was very young, I used to have these amazingly intense, imaginative, daydream-like experiences, like I think a lot of other children did. Sure. Having play pretend time or, or even just laying in bed and not quite sleeping, but just daydreaming. Oh. And having so many of those incredible experiences where you explore worlds in your own head. Mm-hmm. And I want that again. I've missed that, and I think that was something that would be useful for me now as a hypnotic subject and like it's just plain fun. Yeah. So that's Interesting. So anyways, I guess connecting those two, I'm I've been playing with the idea of having these imaginative journeys in my head and drawing from my knowledge of meditation from pagan things. And so what I've been doing is I've been creating these rooms or spaces in sure. my head and going to them and trying to flesh them out and imagine being able to do different things in them like, I don't know, like light fires with my hands or move waves around with my hands just because that's cool. Yeah. And I like that. Um, and... Uh, so we... Almost so, like
1: playful, magical world. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I mean, that's, to explore. The whole, that's the whole idea. It's not necessarily an erotic thing for me. It's it's more yeah. of a, like, oh, I have this skill set that I could build. And it's also really fun.
1: Yeah. Um, Does it, um, go to a littles or small place for you? It doesn't or not actually, at all. Not, yeah. not,
0: not whatsoever. I'm sure it could. Uh, in fact, I actually... A, a, a really long time ago with Desad, we played with the idea of having a little room, a little space and this was oh, one I think of, I heard of this that. was one okay, of my yeah. favorite things and this draws from that as well. Um, that was one of my favorite things that we did where he um he made like a bedroom for me in my head or and like I was creating this bedroom in yeah. my head and I can still I can still, I I can that, still visualize this room yeah. where I had the fluffy bed sheets and the pink everywhere blah 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 um and i loved going there and i loved the idea that i could just like play around in that room yeah and so like that's that's kind of what i've been doing and well so anyways connecting that back to Sorry. like past no 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 this is great connecting that back to past pagan experiences um i had this concept that um so a lot of pagan stuff particularly like wiccan or witchy stuff people use crystals and stuff and do different spells or whatever. Um, And I had this concept that I could take uh, objects and assign associations to them because I'm thinking in a hypnotist mindset. Like if I anchor something to a specific object, then I could go back to that easier. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so if I, you know, I have this like aesthetic in my head of, of thinking pagan things and... If I get different crystals for different rooms, sure. Then I could easily make these anchors for these rooms and this like be like, okay, I want this rock means this room and I'll I'll hold it and I'll go yeah. there. And so like that was my that's, thought process? That was my thought process. So we've actually spent a good part of the week going to different like we have. new age shops and looking at rocks. Which
1: apparently is one of my favorite things to do, apparently. I know, <laughs> right. Um, I mean, That's I've so always crazy. loved rocks. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I have to share this one experience. It was one of our first, uh, new age shops that we went to. It was the first. It was the first. Um, it was like a, it was almost like a house, right? Yeah. It, it was, was like a it large, was,
0: it was somebody's house. It was yeah. like a house that they rented out to sell stuff out of this yeah. place. De- very witchy. Very witchy.
1: Yes. More so than new age. In right, fact. Right. Um, and, uh we I could have sworn we were there for about 20 minutes yeah and well, because
0: they had all of these they you know we walked in and I was specifically looking for crystals and I had no idea what to expect yeah And we walked in and immediately were greeted by this huge display of like like hundreds of rocks oh my just god just like so many rocks and and we go in and the the wonderful lady in there is like what you know we walk in and she's like what treasures are you looking for today and I'm like well, Crystals actually, and she's like, You haven't even gotten in the door yet and I'm like <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: damn straight. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um we ended up spending close to two hours there. Yeah. And I thought we were only there for about twenty minutes. Yeah. Um Oddly enough, like we got back in the car and Mester like called us and he's like, Are you guys coming home <laughs> for dinner? And we were like, What time, what time is it? <laughs> so we were so gross. Oh looking for Christmas. It just took away our time. Like it was just amazing. Magic rocks. They. I mean, yeah, it was awesome. And uh,
0: well, so I I picked out a few. You know, I, I found one that that really immediately corresponded to like my my main room. Oh in my, my head. gosh!
1: So I saw her, uh, Sleeping Girl from the corner of my eye, right? And I'm trying to help without helping because I know I yeah. can't like pick a rock for her or anything, you know. Um, it's her head. So, um, but it almost looked like she like jumped, like she almost like dropped whatever was in her right. hand and I looked at her and I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, this, this looks like one of my rooms. And I'm like, oh, well, obviously you have to get that one. Yeah. Like you just reacted right. like nobody's business right. over a, this, this that, drop.
0: that one was Labradorite, right? which, you know what, I'll, I'll probably put some pictures in the post. Sure. And I guess I could describe the the room too well th- th- that's interesting that's I, ha- to you, I haven't even actually told you about this I start no I figured so, I was
1: gonna hear on the podcast sure what your rooms were like because you said that you were gonna talk about them
0: well so actually what <laughs> I've been doing <laughs> I <because> really have <laughs> I also that's that well whatever this is such a part of our lives it's crazy the I know um the so um the main room that I'm in, again, draws from a lot of the old, like, Wiccan stuff where, like, I have sort of this area, like, literally what I do is I go into the room and then I have an area with a circle that I go and meditate in. So it's like a nested thing. You oh, know, wow. where Like, I do this with you all the time where, where yeah. I'll take you yeah. a place and then I'll hypnotize you in the place. So I like, I like nesting things quite a bit. Um, and that works really well for me so that's almost, that's almost kind of been like my starting room is I'll start there and I'll go into a deeper experience with that. Ooh. Um, and, um, but, but anyways, so what I've been doing, uh, because I'm also, I have this, like, I, I, I guess I do art, I draw. Um, and so I've Recently, I mean, I did, like, a few of these where I'm drawing the stuff in the room. Yeah. I'm not necessarily drawing the layout of the room because, for me, it's important that the layout can change. Okay. Because it's not necessarily... And I find this helpful for me in, like, all hypnosis things. I try really hard not to specify, like, what is where so that there's a, like, leeway for it to change. Because, for me, that happens with visualizations. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But... Like, I'll draw the different things that are in the room. Like, there's a table and there's a yeah. there's a pond and there's a, you know, there's a circle on the ground that I sit in and stuff. And so the act of drawing those things makes them feel more real to me okay. and makes them more tangible and touchable. Yeah. Like, when I'm in the space. Okay. There's also been times when I'll draw the things and as I'm drawing the things, I'll go into trance. Nice. Which is great. I'm working on that, too. That's also really fun to work on. So anybody who has, like, a creative hobby, I would recommend trying going into trance while you're doing the creative hobby.
1: Is that real? Yes.
0: Totally. Totally, yeah. totally. So, like, that's a form of self-hypnosis, obviously, too. Yeah. Like, is, is is channeling that kind of... Because it can be, like, hyper-focused or it can be, you know, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. Really cool.
1: It's interesting you should say that because I had this... Uh, one experience where I was outside and, uh, so I suppose, uh, listeners don't know this at all. Um, one, I can't draw. Right. Uh, however, what I really enjoy, um, when I'm, especially when I'm like, uh, like down or something a lot of times, um, or just need to escape, um, I'll go outside and just sit in the grass yeah, and do watercolors you're, typically?
0: You're very nature oriented.
1: I'm so nature. This oriented This is the crunchiest
0: <laughs> granolaist.
1: <laughs> but I'm shit. not. But anyway, I know. right? Um, I'm dealing with that. I'm processing yeah. that. Um, <laughs> Me too. So, and that's and that's fine. That's fine. Right. I'm, I'm all about change. No, we we obviously right? don't
0: have issues with that. No for the record.
1: No, that's it's just fine. when you were you were brought up a certain yeah, way, I, and you right, have to deal right, with that. Of course. Um. No, but anyway, so I would sit out in the field, and I'll do watercolors of, like, the flowers and the grass and the trees or whatever. And these are not beautiful pictures. I right. remember once I uh, confessed, so to speak, so to speak uh, this to somebody, and they're like, oh, I want to see it. I want to see it. I'm like, "Yeah, no, I mean, I don't mind sharing it with you, but you have to understand it probably will look like a kindergartner, did it? Right. <laughs> so as long as you have that expectation... But anyway, my point was, um, my, uh, feeling during that time is I could totally see that as more of a meditative thing. Of and course. I never actually saw it that way till well, just when you were describing yeah. your drawing. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I, huh. <laughs> I think
0: these concepts are really loose and I think it actually benefits me at least to think of them really loosely and give myself the, um, leeway to think that all of these other things that I do can be useful in other areas I mean I hate to say it but a lot of the shit that I want to work on is is to get better at hypnosis always I always want to get better at being a subject why not and and it's I I mean I I just think it's really helpful and I think it's really interesting
1: I I mean my thought process was always to be a better um submissive to right. be better at service, but to be better at pleasing, right. um, it always
0: feels a little weird. Did it ever feel weird to you to have that motivation? That like, because like being a better submissive or being a better subject is like kind of a sexual thing. Like, oh my, my biggest goal is to be better at the sex thing that I do.
1: <laughs> no, I don't have the same qualms no, of sex. I, I
0: totally have hang-ups. I
1: came into the relationship with master saying. This is what I want. And yeah. I put it on the table. Yeah. And it was a sex slave. Right. Pure and simple. Right. Keep me in a room. Bring me out yeah. whenever you want to use me. That is not what happened. Right. Because he is w- way more realistic than well, I am. Right.
0: And I mean, reality, uh, or was. reality just doesn't work like that. No.
1: No, you have to be like Fed well, yeah. And you have to drink was, and you have to I go keep, into the outside world. <laughs> I, keep thinking,
0: I keep thinking back to the moment because we were at a, a rope class on, on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, and it was, a, it was a rope class. Wonderful, It was beautiful. And it was a rope class on um, essentially dominance and submission through rope. Yep. Which this is a series of classes that are slowly um, building up to something more. And they're, they're very much oriented towards beginners, which we are not... With rope, um, but, but no. we we want to support the venue and we want to learn more always. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's not bad to go to beginner classes whatsoever. I, and you, you can always learn things. something. Mm-hmm. Um. So, anyways, so they, you know, we went around the room, kind of saying who we were and what our experiences with DNS were. Uh, we were like some of the only people who had any experiences with with dominance and submission, right? Um, and. I mentioned, you know, we both mentioned that we're in a 24/7 relationship, a DNS relationship, right? Where we live it all the time. Um and I I I said something that you misheard as if you were like, "Oh, I thought you said it's like a party and everybody oh, laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, "Well, I guess it's like a party." And then I'm like, "It's not, it's not like a party. Nope. It's not at all like a party." Yeah. And everybody was pretty quiet. I
1: can't remember what you were trying to say. <laughs> I don't. What the actual word was
0: Oh well, whatever. But yeah. but it's funny because it's it's not. I mean, it's just not the fantasy that people think it is.
1: No. Um.
0: But no, but because that because it's life. Because it's life, and I think that's even better. Quite frankly, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, now we're off topic. Oh well.
1: Well, I don't know how you got there. Um, quite frankly, I was on. I was I on meditation. Know. I'm drunk. Yeah, I know. It's fine. What do? So, um, I guess I could also talk about that other experience Please I had. Please do. I think it's really important. So, One of my very first, um, quote-unquote, spiritual, uh, uh, very, very powerful moments in my life, Um, I was younger, uh, either middle school or high school, I can't even remember which, (laughs) and it was uh, with a youth group or whatever, but anyway, they had us all go out into a field, and we had like little journals or whatever to write, and we were just supposed to listen. We were just supposed to be quiet. And, and listen, right? Um, and um, and just kind of, you know, relax or whatever. And I remember That's being bored at first. Right. Yeah. Um, because I was a kid. And then all of a sudden, I just got really quiet. I, I decided to take it seriously, quite frankly. I remember right. that moment right. beforehand. And everything just got so vividly bright. Like, the grass was so green and... And everything, and I noticed every bug and every, you know, sound yeah. and and sensation. I could feel the breeze, and it was just magical feeling. Right, so intense, so amazing. Yeah. And then I decided, you know, from that moment, kind of thing, where you know, this is where my spirituality is, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, in retrospect, I think that was so clearly, like, more of a trans meditation experience, but well, never considered it that. Right. Not even when we first Had were the exploring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't until very recently yeah. that I was like, wait a minute. That's... That intense focus and everything. Like, yeah. I know what that is in yeah. Roger's back. I, and, like... Yeah. I don't know.
0: That's just so cool to me because, like, people... People do have those moments of hyper focus and like yep. and they can be that like really intense emotionally powerful thing right. or they can be on other things like I don't know, somebody focusing really hard on like I don't know, something something less spiritually intense like a game or, or something that are yeah. that are all forms of hypnosis
1: in yeah, my no, in absolutely. My mind.
0: Um and I I don't know, it, it's it's just really cool to me the way that people's minds process different things. And yeah, especially in the context of if you're doing this stuff with a partner and you have the forethought and, and, um, you're able to conceptualize that there are things that you do in your everyday life that are useful for your kinky sex play with other people. Right. Like that is fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's amazing. No, did you have any, like, very, mem- like, fairly memorable or whatever, like, any that stand out when it came to your journey through paganism or sure. whatever? Sure, I you mean, had meditation. So,
0: so I, I definitely already mentioned like the astral projection stuff. Um, that was definitely some of the stuff that I found most vivid. Um, like okay. so. I definitely. I can even remember now. Back to a time. I mean, this was a long time ago. Like this was probably ten years ago at this point. But like, right. Um, like meditating in my room and just sitting there and imagining my like self drifting out of my own body up. Yeah. This this will sound familiar to anyone who's done astral projection: drifting out of your own body, drifting up outside of your house, outside and, and drifting up. Like, yeah. almost into the atmosphere and viewing the world from up there, viewing down. Okay. If and, and I don't know if maybe this sounds familiar to you or anyone else who listens to the trances we do.
1: Right. I will often course.
0: talk about you going outside of your own body oh, and watching Of course. As soon as above. you said
1: what the definition. Right. Because I didn't even know what astral production, what is projection. it? Projection. Projection astral projection. Is. So I didn't even know what that was. Right. And then as soon as you described it, I'm like, well, now isn't I that, know why we do those trances all the time. funny? Those are the things that stick yeah. with you for so long. Well,
0: well of course. And, and stuff like that. And then obviously, um, you know, experiences where, well, you know what, we haven't, we, I mentioned the incense, right? but we haven't talked about that. So like we also, oh, yeah. We've at been, the uh... at the witchy shop, we bought some incense because I used to really love incense and yeah. and burning it watching the smoke rise out of the incense oh my god is a hell of a trip for doing your own little hallucination experiences not that you're getting high off incense because you know but like just but literally watching the the the, um the movements of the smoke will put people in trance I i mean like i could i can't not go into trance watching that
1: yeah no we were having a conversation right while we were both just Mesmerized, yeah. like we just couldn't keep our eyes well, off and, of the smoke.
0: And I used to have very, very vivid, um, hallucinations based on the, the, the movements of the smoke. I was, yeah, seeing dragons and fairies and all sorts of wonderful, I whimsical mean, things, yeah. Um, and and those are all really important experiences to me. I think of them now differently than I thought of them then, but I don't think that invalidates them or invalidates what other right. people think. No, of course, of course. Um, but hell yeah, I mean there's so much and oh yeah you know i can't not mention that uh chutoy cuz we were just at Charmed you know a couple weeks yeah. ago the chutoy uh, teaches a class on subject directed trances i believe the name of the class is
1: yeah i think but, something like that
0: um essentially is a lot about self hypnosis yeah. and such i only went to half of it because i'm i was scared of the scary heights because it was at the top (laughs) floor and there was windows and it was very scary
1: (laughs) full disclosure
0: you've been to to the whole thing so you're you're but but anyways um uh there's discussion of of different ways that people put themselves into trance and and paganism is something that that's talked about and you know all sorts of other things that that people talk about so that's a good class go to that it's really good
1: Okay. Yeah. So I do wanna say I do wanna say something and, and you may disagree with this. Okay. Um, I love
0: disagreeing with you.
1: I know. <laughs> but we don't do it very often. No. <laughs> Any well. opportunity
0: I get right. to disagree with you.
1: And then look it up. <laughs>
0: yeah. I know. I'll ask Google. Yeah. Oh shit, I should put Google on the podcast at no, some point. It's okay.
1: Okay. So, um, when it comes to self hypnosis, because uh, for a while, we haven't actually done it in a while, um, but you had me doing like a mantra. That's right. right? That's right. Um, every day, right? Um, Where
0: you would basically so the the order was that you would kneel by my bed, um, set a timer for a minute, and then yeah, um,
1: well, I do, kneel in a specific type of position. Kneel in specific I just, position. I just think that right. I that it. is
0: important because I cared about those things. Me um, too. And 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 do a mantra in your head.
1: Right. Um, For about a minute, I think
0: it was. Yep. It was a minute.
1: Yeah. Like on my lunch break or something. Um, We haven't done it in a while, but I just wanted to say, as far as I'm concerned, even though you're the one who very much directed me to do it, I consider that self-hypnosis as well. Absolutely. Um, I I think... So I feel like... The line gets really blurry. It does, especially when you're in a relationship where somebody can, like, dictate what you're going to do or what you're going what to what you're going to think, even.
0: Right. Like...
1: So, um, yeah.
0: And honestly... But can you... can you Before you move on, can you talk a little bit about um, what you were thinking in those experiences or, like, what kinds of experiences you had with that? Because I think it's important.
1: Well, um, I mean, you were usually pretty clear about this to try try your best not to make this sexual. Right. Right. Um, and basically it was, uh, it was a mantra and <laughs> you want me to, t- <laughs> okay. Um, well first it started off with, um, I, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> sorry, I am going to get it out. I'm going to get it. Out. I am your brainwashed toy. Uh-huh. That's how it started.
0: It was very, very specific. It didn't. It, it wasn't supposed to be sexual.
1: <laughs> right, right. You, you really, you were like, you just was, wanted me to like important. meditate and, right. and recenter right. and focus on yep. being brainwashed, which yep. of course could never be sexual. <laughs> Needless to say, it did not always stay platonic. Yeah. It just didn't. Um, I turned so many things around in that too. I, I added a pendulum in front of my eyes. I like. I told you about this. Yeah. You know. Yeah, 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 I definitely. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to hear you talk about. Modified is the things it.
0: that you did in your head. Right. That's all the important
1: shit. I tried. I tried to keep it non sexual. I really did. Um, but I mean,
0: it's very. But sexy. anyway, I know.
1: So, <laughs> um, I ended up. Uh, I think I mentioned, I think we mentioned this on the uh, podcast once before that probably you, um, fully came to terms with considering me, uh, your slave. Right. So then we, uh, uh, got it modified or whatever that you- and you basically said I could change it to whatever within these parameters. Right. So right. it's like slave toy and was that it? Was it just slave and toy? I can't remember. Yeah. Me either. Um, but it was slave for a while. So anyway, yes. Well, I started turning it into that and then I confessed it Yeah, and then, you know, it turned into, well, that's actually okay. Right. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. Why is that okay? (laughs) Because, you know, I can't, can't just like enjoy the moment. I have to understand it. (laughs) Um, works out great for us. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So anyway, so I do consider that self hypnosis. Right. And well, and
0: and, and yeah. the thing you're not mentioning is that you have a, um, a sort of collar thing. I guess you have a you have an important necklace from uh, and I where absolutely. Um, it's uh, we, we got it for you for your birthday a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, and the I, I modified it. It's a it's a silver necklace where the um the pendant or the the Charm part of it is this large, like, key, like a, a wind up doll key, yeah, with a butterfly on it. and butterflies are really significant in my life and, and now our life,
1: right? Um, yeah,
0: and so, like, he puts on the chain in the morning, and then I clip the, the pendant on it, um, right? So, that's a ritual. So, so when you're doing this um, meditation y self hypnosis y directed trance, whatever the fuck you want to call it thing, yeah, you're visualizing a key turning.
1: Oh yes! Oh my goodness! Right. We did all kinds of things with it. Yeah,
0: there, well, we you, really might. You did all kinds of things with it. It's, it's your beautiful head.
1: I well, yeah, but then I always tell you. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, by the way. Right. Well, that's important. I this happens. Yeah, well, this
0: is important. If you're going to do this, sh- this shit with your partner, <laughs> you got to tell them about it because that. Well, if nothing they, else, they want to share know. sharing the
1: enjoyment, right? Or maybe. In, in my particular case, if you want to modify it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Go
1: for it. Absolutely. And you like, know,
0: and, and this, I mean, this is the kind of shit where it's like, you know, hypnosis is one of these, everybody involved in the scene is, is doing their own thing in it. Like they, um, right. they're, everybody's got a part and sure. And, and it's, what am I trying to say? The, uh, Everybody is participating equally. That the trance is not scene. just a one. It's, it's not a one way it's not a one way street. Absolutely. Um and and these are the kinds of things that subjects can do to participate more if they want to, or sure. or, or play around or stuff. And and these are things that communication is really fun to have about this stuff. I and, think so, yeah. Um yeah. I had another thought, and now it's gone, so I don't know. Maybe if you drink a little
1: bit more, um, it'll come back. I'll have a
0: little sip. Here we go. No, it didn't work. That's the part where I say, oh, I gotta drink the whole thing. But I won't. Um, I wouldn't actually say that. I said I would say that.
1: Oh, oh, okay. You changed
0: that in your head, see? I mean... <laughs> That's the other problem with changing things yeah. in your head.
1: I've gotten in... So much trouble over the years for knot filters. Yeah. Because I'll like take out a knot or put in a knot. Really? There. Lester has even joked around that I have a bag of knots. <laughs> like in OT, just to be clear, since that now starts starting to sound weird. Bag of negatives. And so, yeah. So I just like put them in or take them out, however I feel. Yeah. Well. Sorry. So I guess <laughs> I. Talk about tangents So I suppose in summary
0: um, <laughs> Self-hypnosis is really fantastic I don't know very much about it I'm just exploring it And I want you should too, and, if you want And you should too, and I just wanted to share my experiences And I want, and I, I want everybody possible To share their experiences with me Because I feel like the only way I'm going to learn more Is by listening to other people talk about it Because um, quite frankly I'm literally only doing self-hypnosis To make playgrounds in my head And I don't know what else to do um, like I don't, I don't necessarily want to do things that are like self improvement stuff. I guess I do, but I don't know. I don't know. It feels weird, but yeah. Um, but it's a really cool. It, these are really valuable skills to learn as a subject and as a hypnotist because you just learn things about the human mind and you learn things about the way your own mind works and stuff.
1: Yeah. And, no, absolutely.
0: And 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 we didn't even scratch the idea of doing like mutual self-hypnotic trance, which is something I've done like once or twice in my life and it's all very wonderful interesting
1: things and I'm sure yeah. there,
0: there'll be a part 2 of this at some point because I feel like you this think? is something that we're going to
1: explore. Well, we seem to be exploring it like yeah. in the moment. No, yeah. not in the moment. But well, that's why we're doing it for the past like week or so. Right. Yeah. Cause you know, yeah.
0: All right, so we're so we're gonna go do a trance. Um, and we're gonna go do it. We're we're gonna go do a trance, and I just want to like preface it by saying that I'm aware that if I'm doing the trance, it's not self hypnosis. <laughs> yeah,
1: but we don't know Please. what else to do. <laughs> I,
0: but I'm but I'm gonna do the trance on the podcast. I'm not just gonna tell CC to sit there and hypnotize herself. I could, but. I don't want to do that because I it's want just to like have quiet because it's quiet or I could even have you talk out the trance and that would be, that'd be nice too. Maybe mm-hmm. next time. But, um, but even then there's an amount of direction I'm giving you because that's how our, our relationship works and I have control and I'm a huge control freak with you and I love you. So we're going to go do that now. Okay. 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 So now we're doing the, now we're doing the trancey part. So, um, CC also got a rock when we yes. were at the rock store, even though I was going to be getting the rocks. But you found some cool rocks yes. that you liked. So you got a blue goldstone mm.
1: yes. rock. Goldstone is my favorite rock we Just now. discovered. Yes. It's very
0: sparkly. I'll try to post a picture or video. Um,
1: it may have it, to be a video just because... I know. It's it's very of, sparkly because like yeah. when you have you move. It's, it's very cool. Like if you just stare at it, it just kind of looks like a black or blue stone. But kind it's of. very
0: sparkly. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, so we're going to be doing something with that. We'll see where it goes. This will be okay. really interesting. So why don't you have your amazing focus abilities and use those on that stone? Because you have okay. you're a really interesting brain that we've been talking about for a while. And um, like I've been talking about, people have different experiences with focusing on different things. And you have a different experience of focusing on different things and you have different experiences that you've had in your life of focusing on different things whether they're tasks of service or tasks of you know just doing various things here and there focusing on work or focusing on something much more fun than work you know we've talked about those ideas of you focusing on nature when you're outside and thinking about all the different sounds and sights of being outside and so I want you to take all of those experiences and Use that amazing focus that you have to focus on the stone in your hands. And there's all sorts of different senses that you can use to focus on the current experience that you're having. I think the most important one or the one that most comes to mind for you right now is sight. And watching the sparkles and watching the way that the light dances off of the stone because that's certainly the most captivating aspect of what you're looking at and what you're experiencing. Because there is a certain interesting aspect to this particular stone that you can watch kind of go into, as we've talked about how you go into different things and how you focus and get sucked in by different things. There's also the idea of where I'm watching your hands moving around the stone. So there's some sort of kinesthetic idea of what you're feeling as you're watching. And that just adds on to the experience for you. Or it's something that you can easily forget about as you focus your sight. Or it's both. And it's often both, isn't it? And there's the idea of my voice going into your head, which is always something that's there. It's always something that you have to focus on. It's kind of the common thread between all of these things. So it can be there, or it can can be gone as easily as it needs to be. It can be something that's very clear in your mind, or it can be something that's very far off in the distance. These are all wonderful things that you have to focus on. We were just having an amazing conversation about getting sucked into things and sucked into experiences. I think it's easy for you to recall times that you were sucked into experiences, and I think it's even easier to... Apply those times to right now and think about how you're being sucked into this experience. Think about how you're being sucked into this particular sight, sound, sensation of what's happening in this moment. We've talked about mindfulness. There's a sense of mindfulness in what you're doing, just staring, feeling, and listening in this moment, going inside of something else, going inside of a different experience, going inside your own head, going inside somewhere deep into that rock, deep into that stone. And I wonder if there's an idea that you could have where you literally go into the stone, where you watch your vision getting sucked inside of it. I wonder if you could see yourself going inside of a place inside that stone, deep inside, almost sort of shrinking down, becoming a part of it, going into it. And I wonder if there's a space in there that you could be in, create, inhabit, exist in, and create existence within. All of those wonderful lights dancing around you, dancing inside of you and around you, as you stare around, look around, create the space, because you have control of this. some degree. To whatever degree you desire, you have control of this. I wonder if you could look around and see all of those lights and sparkles dancing around you. And I wonder if you could create a space there. I wonder if you could create a little home there. This doesn't have to be a permanent home. It can be just like a little vacation home of you being somewhere else, of you being somewhere that you can just observe. Observing is an interesting thing because it doesn't imply any kind of active thought process. You can observe in a very passive way all of the things that are happening around you. So you don't have to work very hard. You just have to be there. You just have to be there and keep your eyes open and exist. There's different ways of keeping your eyes open as you well know. There's different levels of keeping your eyes open. There's different ways of observing. You've observed in so many ways. You've observed in so many fashions. It's interesting and wonderful to draw from all of those experiences and create a new experience here. For you to create a new space here. And I want you to sort of stay in this experience of just passively observing and passively noticing the space around you inside the stone all of those wonderful lights and sparkles and I want you to do something slightly more active which is reach out your mind and feel around yourself what might be in this space what may or may not be there as you well know there is no right answer and I just want you to immediately take what you feel and accept it or change it as much as you want, as much as you desire, until it feels good and right. And it can even still change. It doesn't matter if it keeps changing, there's a dynamicness to all of this. Reach out your mind and feel the space around you. Are there limits? Does it go on forever? Start wondering whether or not there are things in there with you, what those things are, how far it goes, what it feels like, smells like, sounds like. What does it look like? What do you see? What do you feel? What do you hear? Are you on a floor? Are you floating? Do you go back and forth between different things? Does it feel right to go back and forth between different things? Does it feel good to be in this space? I want it to feel good to be in this space here, right now. And I want you to have different understandings of what you're seeing, and I want you to be able to have that sort of dynamic changing of your own mind that we both love about your head. And I want you to just think about that and be there and reach out your mind and examine the space for a few very long moments. And then I want you to notice the difference of me directing you right now to stare at those sparkles and to focus on those sparkles and to be overwhelmed intensely overwhelmed by everything sparkling around you so fascinated and so amazed just so deep in that experience and so interested like you could be here forever if you really wanted to And I want you to draw yourself back out of the stone and into your own head. And I want you to remember the world around you. And I want you to come up. Mm. Mm. I actually kind of want to talk about this on the podcast, if that's good. Yeah. Okay. Because I think I think this is interesting, and I think this is something that... that is totally worth talking about on the podcast since we're since sure. we're talking about the thing. Let's talk sure, about the absolutely.
1: Thing.
0: So go ahead.
1: Um, I mean, I was uh, basically in the rock. Oh. Um, I don't know if that was. Um. And no matter how much I was trying to like put things in it, um, at one point. I tried to put, like, a bed in it and a table, and they just kept on, like, disappearing. Like, I was just yeah. in, in the rock mm-hmm. with so much... I mean, all the walls were, like, sparkly and everything. When you intensified the sparkle, it was almost overwhelming. Yeah. Um, however, it, it was overwhelming, and then I ended up uh, laying on a bed. So, apparently, the bed was, yeah. was there to catch me, thank God, and... Um, and then I was just mesmerized and then I was just like staring at the, the walls and the ceiling. Yeah. Um, almost like a, I mean, they weren't like moving around me or anything like that. It was, they were very, they were, they were staying still, um, but still like kind of flickering on and off almost. Yeah. 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 Without me moving. Right. Um, and, um. Yeah, no, that was mm-hmm. it was just very much there. Right. Um just to let the listeners know when when uh, Sleeping Girl asked me to okay, can you describe this or whatever, I had to set down the rock like yeah. a little away. distance away. Right. Um to give me some distance right. from that. But um yeah.
0: So the other thing I wanted to, as we're ending the podcast, I wanted to sure. mention the thing, which is that as a hypnotist, these skills of self-hypnosis are very relevant to me. Yeah. Um, because they allow me to have imagery in the same way. Not, It's not going to be the same way that you're having imagery, obviously. Right. But to experience a space and, and think about how you might be experiencing a space or mm-hmm. something like that or experiencing different things. Yeah. And even as you're describing yeah. the space that you're experiencing, um, I'm totally in trance right now because I'm listening to you describe it and visualizing as much as I possibly can what you might My be My image. Your image, yeah. exactly.
1: Interesting. So
0: that's pretty cool. That's all very cool.
1: Yeah, that is pretty really cool.
0: Yeah. Well, I love you, and we're going to go do the after hours, which God knows what the hell that's going to (laughs) be.
1: Something hot and sexy. It's
0: it's either going to be related to this or something completely different, but it'll be hot and sexy anyways, so. All right. All right. Good night, everyone. Bye.